Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Melting Pot, hosted by J.D. Kuchta. Tune in weekly, every Friday, to hear various sports topics with various guests. You can find weekly episodes wherever you find your podcast, as well as on his website with blog posts going more in-depth with each topic. Take it away, J.D. Looking for a radio show? Well, I know a really good one, and it's... Tune in to Wig Up with... J. Ray and A.B. every Friday morning at 9 sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip-hop and R&B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning only on WPCZ, LP, FM, Demarest, Z, 98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's episode four of The Melting Pot. Joining me this time is Chris Donsero. Chris, go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself, my guy. What up, JD? Thank you for having me on the podcast this week. I really appreciate it. Uh, well, you know, fifth year, obviously not in Capstone like you and everybody else. Obviously not graduating this semester. Graduating in the spring. Uh, decided to use my last year of eligibility you know, the COVID year, so I think I think it's going to be a good season for me, but that's not what we're here for. You're right. We're not here about that. Thank you for the introduction, but we're here to talk college football this week, a week I have been looking forward to. Yes. All right. We want to start things off with the hot buffs. Let's do it. Dude, Deion Sanders came into Colorado, and he's got something special going. Correct. He has a very, very – very talented team. And let's not forget about the Heisman front runner, in my opinion, Shador Sanders. I, I agree with you on that one. Everyone's saying, oh, Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams for the Heisman front runner. I don't agree. Mm-mm. Dude, Shador Sanders came into Colorado State with 900 yards through two games. Mm-hmm. What the hell? He's yeah, thrown, what, two interceptions? I think it's, I think it's been two. It might have been one. Maybe two. Maybe. But right here, they're – Colorado is averaging 418 passing yards a game. Through All right. Three games. Three through three games. All right. So here's Shador's stats for three games: mm-hmm. 1,251 yards, mm-hmm. ten touchdowns, mm-hmm. one interception. And I think it's one fumble loss. And he has a rushing touchdown. Don't forget that. He yeah, has a rushing. I'm just saying in general: ten touchdowns. Yeah. A completion percentage of almost eighty percent and a QB and a QB rating of one seventy eight, dude. Shador is the truth. He is. People were saying when 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 um back when, in the, back in the spring, like yeah, when everyone spring, was leaving when, and transferring Deion, out of Colorado, they were like, "Oh, they're not going to do anything." Dion was saying, "I got this Louis bag coming with me," and Shador was definitely a part of that Louis bag. Everybody was saying that Shador coming from an HBCU to you know real Power Five football he wasn't gonna be what everyone wanted him to be he wasn't gonna be a great quarterback he wasn't gonna be accurate he was gonna play against bigger stronger faster guys he's shown everyone that he still is Sador Sanders from Jackson State and and some in my opinion exactly I mean we also can't forget about Travis Hunter though yes he got hurt of yes course. he got hurt of course he's already got the interception of the year ah uh, yeah the interception gets TCU, bro, where he just straight it, laid it out was, for it. it you can't, nice. like. It was nice. It was nice. <sighs> He's just, in my opinion, Shador Sanders is the best quarterback in college football right now. 
But Travis Hunter is the best player in college football right now. No doubt about it. He's playing both sides of the ball, right? He's locking down the best receiver on the opposite team while being the best receiver on his own team. And But we cannot forget about Xavier uh, Xavier Weaver. No. Yeah. I mean, He's you got dog. your number one and number two running backs. Or not running backs, Our wide receivers. receivers. Bro. And Jimmy Horn is number three. Like it, <laughs> they have the door has so many weapons. And Dylan Edwards, the true freshman, the true freshman in the backfield. Really, this team is stacked. And they're they're actually not even that old. Well, except Shador. Shador's the exactly. oldest out of all of them. But the thing is, I I, I feel for Travis Hunter as he's gonna miss what the next three games. So that's. Oregon, Oregon, USC, and I forgot who the third game is, but I know the next two games are, are, are at Oregon and then at home against USC and Caleb Williams. He's going to miss those games where he can really, really, really rise his draft stock there if he was to play good in those two games, but that's going to hurt. But if Shador goes in and beats Oregon in Oregon and then comes back and beats USC in Colorado, there's no doubt about it, the Heisman should be at his house. You know, I will say, Travis Hunter reminds me of one NFL player who um, did it in NFL, Charles Woodson. I mean, Dion did it too, though. Dion did it too, Charles Woodson. I mean, those two guys, yeah, th- I think, those two are the best to do it at their positions yes, too, even at definitely, corner. Definitely. definitely. And who who better for Travis to learn from than Prime himself, which is the why he's the greatest cornerback of all time. Possibly one of the greatest two-way players of all time as well, honestly. And don't let Travis get into the kick return, punt return game either. Oh, That's that man's scary. got speed too. That's going to be scary. Since 2015, we have six ranked. Bama Ole Miss. The weekend of the 20, dude, 923, great weekend. Ole Miss, Bama. UCLA, Utah. Colorado, Oregon. Oregon UCLA, State, Utah. Oregon State, Washington State, Iowa, Penn State, Ohio, Notre Dame. I mean, Ohio State, Notre Dame. I got Washington State in that Oregon Washington State game. Really? Yeah. DJ dude. DJ has been playing good for Oregon State though. Dude, and you but, know what DJ I'm talking about? The DJ from Clemson. I cannot pronounce his last name. U- Ulungale or yes. something like that. He you, I call been, him DJ Ukulele. He, but he has been playing <laughs> great football for Oregon State though. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And then Notre Dame Ohio State. Dude, Sam Hartman coming in. Wake Forest. That's right. He came from the ACC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came from the ACC. Dude, Sam Hartman's having a year two, though. That's the thing. 1,061 yards, 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and an 89.4 QBR. And a 71.1 completion percentage. His best completion percentage so far, if it holds up, so far throughout his career. So, I mean, this is his sixth season playing college football, though. Let's be honest. Reminds me of a certain lacrosse player at Piedmont University. Hey, Chad Hall. <laughs> and Connor Rogers. That too, him too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got something stuck in my throat, guys. Um, I I have Notre Dame in that game versus Ohio State. You think Notre Dame pulls it out? Dude, I <sighs> – But the thing is, Notre Dame hasn't played anybody. They had, but they neither has North Ohio Carolina State. State. They played North Carolina State in Central Michigan. NC State their, was their best game. Definitely. Ohio State played – Ohio State hasn't really played anyone they either. They play Youngstown, yeah, and then they play but Western Kentucky. Indiana's their only one, and they blew Indiana out, but Indiana's not mm-hmm. that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think I, I think Notre Dame could pull it out. I think they can. 
this, I don't think they will. This Notre Dame team reminds me of that 2019 Notre Dame team that came into uh, Sanford, the that team, came into Athens. The team with uh, oh, you Ian said, Book at QB. Yeah, Book, yep, yep. yeah, that team that we ruined their playoff hopes. hopes yeah. I mean, I, I think I think they can pull it out. I think it'll be tougher. It's Keep in mind, it's in South Bend. I still think it's tough. I still think that Ohio State team is a good team, though. I mean, whether or not now Ohio State's only favored by three. I know, I know. Trust me, but Dude, it's this, a top ten matchup, though. I, I, I yeah. That's so we'll we'll reason. see we'll see we'll see how things go with that. Um, Alabama Ole Miss. I got Ole Miss. I still think Bama could pull it out. I mean, while while I do not like Bama, obviously. Both do, of us I, SEC I fans, by the way. Cannot stand Alabama. Hate them. So glad. I'm so. I hate to say it. Like, you don't want to wish on a or pray on a team's downfall, but mm-hmm. I'm so happy Alabama is just irrelevant. Hey, <laughs> I, I, the thing, but the thing is, the thing is, they, they lost to a good Texas team. Texas is nice. Texas is a good football They're still going to lose to Oklahoma yes. in the Red River yes. rivalry. Yes. yes, definitely. But the the thing that got me with Alabama is they only put up 17 against South Florida. Keep in mind, that was a backup QB. Yes. But did you – okay. But Mel, but Milrow got benched. So, speaking on that they, – They don't have a QB. Exactly. Alabama does not have a quarterback at all. Bryce Young, last good quarterback to come from Bama. Exactly. I saw some funny posts on uh, Bama's Yik Yak, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like, all right, can we collectively as a student body come together, buy out Bryce Young's contract, and then have him re-enroll at Alabama? That is how down bad Alabama fans are they right are. now, bro. And I love to see it. I do, too. I do enjoy this. But I feel bad for LSU as an LSU fan because if this keeps going – Nick Saban is going to want to destroy LSU when we play them. But I really hope LSU pulls it out. I didn't want to say it, Jayden but yeah. Daniels, I, he's a dog. I will say, coming into coming into the start of the season, I had LSU actually as one of my teams to make the CFP. Mm-hmm. And that all fell apart we week one when you got – No, not even lost. When you all got destroyed by Florida State. But Florida State's a great football team. But uh, They're now, in the top five. Now, now – I feel like right now, with the current rankings that we have, three and four are very interchangeable. Mm. Texas, I mean, is Texas number two? I don't think. Texas is three. Should Texas be number two is what I'm trying to say. Over Michigan? Yeah. No. Because it's Michigan. But but it's Michigan. They're going to, dude, I hope you know. Um, Michigan's going to beat Ohio State this year. Well, you know, right now, Michigan's not going to lose to Ohio State. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Michigan's not going to lose to Ohio State. The only way Michigan loses to Ohio State is if Ohio State loses this weekend to Notre Dame. That's that. I was literally just about to That's say the that. Only way I was happens. just about to say that. But even then, even then, who you put in the college football playoffs? You got to put one of them in. Do you put Ohio State in if they lose? Neither. Mm. So who would your four be then? And don't say Georgia. Georgia at one. Oh, my God. They have yet to lose, all right? And I don't see any team beating them until the college football playoff. I know. I I don't see anyone beating them until the college football playoff. Okay. So, Georgia at one, Mm -hmm. right? USC at four. 
Texas. What if, it, what if USC loses to, Texas, to, to Colorado? I, I don't think it will happen, but this is who my four are. Okay. Georgia at one because I don't see I see them going twelve and zero and winning the SEC championship playing LSU. Okay, so like last year. So like last year, okay. yeah, but it's not going to be as dominant. It'll be a very it'll be a lot closer of a game. Mm-hmm. At number two, I have Florida State or Texas, either one. Mm-hmm. I feel like those two are interchangeable. So that, that's your two and three. Two and three. Okay, and then at four, I have USC. So USC will end up beating Georgia in the semifinal. Wow! Right? Are you? Are you? As right? A, as a Georgia fan, are I am call- swallowing my pride. Wow! This I'm is swallowing crazy. my pride on this one. Wow! I'm swallowing my pride on this one. I have, I have them losing in the semifinal, right? And then I have Florida State beating Texas. So in you that have Florida one. State, Florida USC. State, USC, Florida State winning it all this year. Wow! Really? Yeah. As a Georgia fan, that hurt to say, it, didn't it? A little it did. bit. I know. A little bit. I know it did. A it's little okay bit. though. I, I know they're going for the three peat, but mm-hmm. I don't, it's not happening this year, especially with Beck in the backfield, bro. Yeah, I'm not Carson Beck has like ooh. He's I, had a hard year. In in our like in our Georgia fan group chat that mm-hmm. my family and um that my family's in and then a couple members of another good family friends that we're in. Mm-hmm. I was complaining about Bobo, the OC. He's not a good OC. I will straight up say that. Not not. a good OC at all. Can't call worth a shit. He only throws fucking screen passes, and I'm fed up. He doesn't let Beck take shots downfield, and when Beck wants to take a shot down the field, Beck isn't confident enough to do that. Exactly. So Beck shouldn't be in the backfield at all, right? There's one, two, kicker. Our kicker sucks dick. Wow. That's a strong. He strong missed a thirty-yard field goal. It happens. It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. That's his fault. I'm not saying at that, home. I'm not saying that he's good. I'm not saying that at all. Trust me. But that pressure of being on, that having that G on your helmet, having that G on your chest, that pressure after two national championships can get to somebody. Now, I will say this one thing about Georgia. Georgia still has the best defense in college yes. football. No no, no doubt. I believe that wholeheartedly. Still has the best defense. Okay, we lost Jalen Carter. All right, we lost Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. Reload. We are the new Alabama. Defensively. Yes. Offensively, no. we have, two, have weapons. two fantastic quarterbacks sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. Gunnar Stockton, Brock Vandegrift. They came in week one and aired the aired it out. Right. Dots. Right. And yet we have this. But Carson this, Beck is your guy. That's what Georgia believes. Not my guy. Yeah, he's not supposed to be yours. He, I, as, it, it, I will say it is also hard to go from Stetson to Beck. As yes. as much as people want to give crap to Stetson Bennett, man's the goat of college football. Whoa. One of the greatest college football quarterbacks we've ever seen. Whoa. Whoa. Name one other quarterback that has won back-to-back championships in the college football playoff era. Held by his defense. Held by his defense. Held by his defense. Now, hold on. If Georgia doesn't have Did the number one lead? defense in the— If Georgia doesn't have the number one defense in the country both of those years, it's not happening. It's not. Don't lie to yourself. Don't do not sit yeah. here and lie to you. Okay, yeah. thank you. But you, he was a good quarterback. He was a good quarterback. In he the, knew how in to the game manage him. Yes, yeah, he knew how to game manage. Yes, 
He was able to throw it deep and accurate. I'm still taking Joey B over him. Don't get me wrong. I, I agree. Okay. 2019 Joey B versus 2020, what, 2022? 2020, 2020, what, last year's 20, season. So, so you say what? Last season. 2021, Stetson, 2022? Yeah. T- no. T- 2020, 2021, 2022, 2022, 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Stetson Bennett. Might most recent one we've seen. There, but go ahead. Money, most recent one mm-hmm. that we've seen yes. this past year's uh, college football season, Stetson versus 2019 Joey B. I'm still taking Joe Shiesty. Yeah, exactly. Now, Joey B right now in the NFL is terrible. No. He doesn't need to hear nor there. No. But I still think Bennett was in a system that fit him, a, a system that allowed him to be who he wanted to be, which is what they're not allowing Carson Beck to do. And I think that's what's hurting him as well. I feel Yeah, I feel like Bobo is adding too much structure. Mm-hmm. He's not letting him do what he wants. Like, like, Bennett, like watching those Georgia games, you know, I saw Bennett changing the play at the line. I saw him calling audibles. I saw him motioning people and giving hot routes. Beck isn't doing that. Beck, it, it, it doesn't feel like Beck is allowed to do that. I feel like if they call a play, it's just that play. No, no, don't change it. Don't do anything. Like, yeah, you have a read. You can read. You can ID the mic, whatever you have to do. But you're not going to change this play. You know? And I, I think that's hurting him. I mean, it also doesn't help, though, that one of the best receivers in college football right now is currently injured. Lad McConkey, mm-hmm. he's he's been out. Doesn't help him that he doesn't have his number one. But yet at the same time, you still got the best tight end in college football, Brock Bowers. Correct. I have it's it's I don't know. George is a little injury ridden at the moment, though. I will say that. How do you feel about your Tigers? What, what uh, like what? I said, I, I, we lost to a good Florida State team. Yes. Right, we came back, and then we beat Gremlin State, which I mean, give or take, I feel like we're gonna beat them anyway. I just, I don't know, man. Do you guys have a test this weekend? <sighs> Arkansas? Um, I mean, SEC game. So I mean, they still yeah. have KJ Jefferson, though. I, Kid's pretty I say, good. I say yes, only because it's SEC game. I, I mean, a prime SEC example game. is last week. Last I mean, weekend, but or but we did destroy. Ago we did destroy Mississippi State, which is you know we owed them that from the, what the overtime game last year, what the seven OT game. Yeah, seven, oh, yeah, we owed them that. We owed them that one, which is why we beat them forty-one to fourteen. Now coming back this week against Arkansas State, I mean Arkansas, not Arkansas State. I think it's going to be a test. I think Daniels is going to have a harder time in the pocket. Because Arkansas's front seven or front four, if you say, is really, really good. They can really get after the quarterback. Yeah. So I just think it's gonna be tough. I, I think it's gonna be tough regardless. Man, I had high hopes coming into this season for this LSU team. I did too. But hey, you still you guys can still make the SEC championship. Yeah, the West gotta, is very to, the West, I will out, say, is weak. We have to win out. No, you don't. We have to win out. No, you don't. Yes. There's one team you have to beat. Who? If you want to make the SEC championship, we have to beat. Oh, we have we we play Ole Miss. We don't we don't play. We play Arkansas this week, and we double black. We double back and play Ole Miss next week. If Ole Miss beats Alabama, you have three games that you need to win. Exactly, Ole Miss. There are two games. Two games you need to win. Ole Miss, Alabama, Alabama. And Florida. Florida's in the East. It won't go against you. True, true. Forgot about that. That's true. But we still have to beat those two teams. You have to beat. Ole Miss and Alabama, which for the I will say for this 
I think the, the Ole Miss game will be harder than the Alabama game. I think so, too. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Because, like you said earlier, you think Ole Miss is going to beat Alabama. Yes, I can agree. And if they do— I feel like this Alabama team at 13 is still way too high for them as a ranking. I don't know about that. I think nah. they're just ranking the name. I mean, then again, it is Bama. So. That's what I mean. They are ranking the name. You have a win over MTSU at 56-7, to the first game of the season. Second game, you lose by 10 to Texas. Mm-hmm. You almost lose to South Florida. Yeah. Now you have Ole Miss this week? Yeah. 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 Do, I, and then here's another hot take. You lose to Ole Miss, mm-hmm. LSU, mm-hmm. and the week before that you lose to Tennessee. You think they'll lose to Tennessee? So I think, think Florida four, was so, underrated. So you think they have four losses this year? Four, yes. Mm. I don't think they're going to lose Tennessee. If not Tennessee, they'll lose to Auburn. Crazy. It's a wow. Call me crazy, but we have to remember it's the Iron Bowl. Yeah, and Auburn always plays good against Alabama. I I agree. I agree. I agree. Do I think they'll lose? Ah, that's pushing it. Will it go to OT? Yes. Yes. I think it'll go to OT. I think it'll go to OT. I I feel like Alabama's going to walk into Auburn because it's at Auburn this year. Mm-hmm. They're going to walk into Auburn already deflated from losing to LSU mm-hmm. and. Ole Miss. Mm. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that one. I'm going to hold you to it. I will say this, though. The Saban's dynasty is done. No, no. Now, if Alabama rebounds after this loss to Texas and somehow, some way. Wins out? Yes, and beats Georgia. Don't hear me out. Hear me out. Because we know the NCAA NCAA loves Alabama and loves Nick Saban. You mean the CFP? Yeah, them too. Yes. So if they went out and beat Georgia in the SEC championship game and then get to the college football playoffs and make a run and get to the national championship and make it a game, whether they win or lose, if they make that championship game a game, it's not over. Not yet. Not yet. I think Nick Saban has one or two more good classes in him, like good recruiting classes in him, and then it'll be over. Yes. I think so. That's just me. I will say, if Georgia Georgia probably won't win it this year, but next year, ah, I don't know. Dylan Rayola, I, I don't number know. Number one recruit, number one quarterback in the country out of Buford, Georgia, homegrown baby, is. coming he to is. Athens. And that kid, I've seen some highlights. Kid is a. But then the year, then the twenty twenty five class, twenty twenty five class, best quarterback in that class is. You looking at Colorado right now? It so. wouldn't. That doesn't surprise me, bro. I think Colorado finishes top ten this season. Yep, I think they make a bowl game for sure. A I think good I, bowl game too. I, We're not I, talking I, like I, the New Year Six bowl, like New Year Six bowl for sure. Yeah, Easy. yeah, 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 yeah. Easy. I think they. I think they should put them in now. Whether they're three and zero now. I mean, I mean, if you lose the Oregon, okay. If you use, if you. But lose this is also USC, a pretty good Oregon squad that exactly. they got going. Bo Nix is in his fourth exactly. year, and I know his name is Bo Picks. Didn't do anything at Auburn. Got destroyed by Georgia, but once again, that defense was crazy. So, I mean, that's I'm looking forward to that matchup. 330? I can't wait. Sayonara. I can't wait. Well, that's going to do it all for episode four of The Melting Pot, the college football episode with Chris Doncero. Stay tuned 
for week five of the Melting Pot, as I will have my dad, John Kuchta, co-hosting with me on the NHL preseason. Get a little look at that, see how the Rangers are looking. Hockey starts this month, man. I'm looking forward to it. But thanks for jumping in. Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Well, check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsero. This show is giving you everything NBA on and off the court. So, if you're a basketball fan, go check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsero. Find Basketball and BS on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to The Melting Pot, where you can find various guests and sports topics on a weekly basis. Remember, you can find each episode wherever you get your podcast and on JD's website with blog posts corresponding to each episode. See you next Friday.